What's going on, y'all? I'm Brad. I'm Jeremy. And uh, we've been talking about things concerning reconciliation for a long time now. 20 years now. I'm white. I'm black. And we thought if we talked together about it in podcast form, it might serve some people. So let's, let's do talk it. about it. Broken and different. That's what we are. That's us. Blinded by chasing heaven's brightest star. Sun. We going towards him. We run with limps. We got, if got, you got, respond got, accordingly, you'll learn to hobble with, hobble with till we find where glory be. What glory at? No pros or experts on this That's journey. We are just learning how Jesus, Jesus makes art out of our life's debris. What's up, Brad? What's going on, Jeremy? Not that much, man. I checked out this amazing podcast called Hidden Brain. Um, uh, it's like an NPR thing. It's so like, you know, social behaviorism kind of stuff. But man, it got my it got my brain just working um, about like incrementalism in discipleship towards reconciliation. Okay. So let me just break down a couple things, and then let's let's just bounce it back and forth. Okay. So All they right. talked about how do you change belief systems, and I hope I'm not butchering this. So uh, but they got into there's these four factors for belief change, okay. and it really centers around trust. So you have like an old belief, right? So for example, mm-hmm. black folks are inferior. So it might be a deep belief, but like a deep belief that's hidden, that's underneath. But it's it's like you believe it, yeah. And then and then there's a certain confidence in that old belief system, okay. right? So I, you know, or I have this old belief, the earth is flat. Okay. There was a, there was a period of time where yep. that everybody thought that, yep. and they had a confidence in that, in the narrative, in the stories, in the science, whatever behind that. Yeah. The Earth is flat, and then the third factor is new data comes in. Oh. Okay. Black people are not inferior. You know, we might just be human beings hey. together. The Earth is round, and the fourth thing is the confidence in that new data. So it so it's actually about a competition okay. between trust. So huh. do you trust the new data more than the old data? Mm. If you trust the new data more, if I trust NASA more, I believe the Earth is round now. Yes. Right. I will. I will change over. <clears throat> um, and the the amount of trust is proportional to the distance between the old belief system and the new belief system. So it's oh. rad. It's really, really radical to go. The Earth is the center of the universe. All of a sudden, it's no longer the center of the universe, right? So it may take some steps, some milestones to get to the place where I actually trust that new set of data. Okay. Right. So if you grow up and I, I listened to this book, like recovering, uh, what was it? Oh gosh, it's about the dude who was like the heir apparent to the KKK. Okay. The, you know, yeah. Uh, did, like David Duke's adopted like heir apparent mm-hmm. and how he like seriously he was 20 years old he like all the modern rhetoric of like white supremacy and white superiority this dude developed as like a 20 year old wow student 19 year old student uh yeah there's all kinds of youtube fo- footage of him i forget his name right now but um and he goes to eckerd college no new new college in Ooh. sarasota Ooh. and over the course of time he comes to repent from his viewpoints. But it was like a massive shift. Yeah. Like 
he was pro pro white people and he had all kinds of like understandings of research and data backing that up and he mm. trusted all of that just the narrative but also some of the research there's research out there being like you know fake news all that stuff mm-hmm. but he trusted it all and it took him a long time to build the trust up to say actually there's this new data set that maybe we're humans okay and maybe we're wrong to believe this other thing you know and it took a long time to so that the 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 bigger the difference of of belief yeah the more trust that is required okay mm. so i want to bring in so what it got me thinking about is discipleship so there's like two forms of thought of discipleship like all at once revolution man you are crazy person racist or you're misogynistic yeah and you need to move from zero to a hundred you need to become anti-imperialist anti like all the way understanding the systems understanding the problems understanding the nuances and you need to be an advocate and you need to use your voice in all these ways like all the way right it's like a revolution Mm -hmm. um and sometimes when people are talking it seems like that's what you expect you you expect somebody to go from zero to a hundred like overnight or within a week you know then there's the incrementalist which just says this is my maybe NAACP you know like early on they were just like we just want to win these little court battles we understand we want civil rights but they were working for decades before the civil rights bill was passed decades in the in in the laws of the land yeah to move from zero to get us to 75 and then you know the civil rights movement got us from 75 to 100 you know if 100 was like civil rights bill right okay um but that's incrementalism. And there was a lot of folks that in the civil rights movement were critiquing the NAACP mm. because they were too slow, because yeah. they were too incremental. But anyways, this this like piece of sociological data, I go, I don't know. I'm just interested. Like, should we be looking for revolution? Should we just call be calling people to the most radical version? Or should we be calling for the next step, like milestones, like mm. NAACP yeah. in discipleship? So... What does that look like? What do we think about that? <laughs> is it okay to have a call for both? You yeah. know, how do both be friends? You know, <laughs> how can, how, you know, if you're like a revolutionary kind of person, how can you be friends with the incrementalist? Yeah. Incrementalist, how can you be inspired and, and friends with the revolutionaries? Uh, you know, especially in the topic of race, racism, yeah, and domination. Yeah, that's a good, that's, that's good, man. I, I, it makes me think that you got to be, I think the good thing is to realize that both exist, that there's the incrementalism person who will Mm -hmm. hit milestones. They're on a journey. They're going to hit milestones. Yes. But then there's also the like, oh, my gosh, I believe. Because it's still the I think in the issue of discipleship, which is being somebody growing in their relationship with Jesus. Yeah. uh, There is the person who would just have radical spirit-led conviction boom and doing it this is zacchaeus yeah they they haven't read but like one passage yeah and it's yeah. like the holy spirit comes on have that zacchaeus moment oh i saw jesus and he said I'm, gonna have and I'm giving my money away i'm, I'm repenting i'm giving my money away i'm with <laughs> yeah. you mm-hmm. um but then there's like it's a great point matthew who was mm-hmm. a disciple and mm-hmm. if we know the disciples they had a lot of incremental Growth. Moments, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. And he did. Uh, from yeah, that's what we right. See, that, he left that, his that's a great comparison. But he didn't have like yeah. a super. 
quick yeah. conversion. He has a party. There you where go. He invites his boys. Yeah. But like, <laughs> you don't see him giving away all his money to people that no. he's exploited. At least no. that's not that's not told in the narrative. But Zacchaeus, yeah. he does. Yep. Immediately. Yeah. Yeah. So to know that they both exist, those are yeah. hard realities, though. When you when something that's as uh, with as much on the line as rec- as racial conversation has injustice peace. and moral. Yep. I, I do like the quote that. Martin Luther King made famous some um, a tribute to uh, Theodore Parker, but that the moral the moral arc um, mm-hmm. of the universe it, yeah, yeah. bends bends, yeah. bends towards justice. Yeah, and it's this idea yeah. that justice is happening, and this is our theology: is that yes. things were once right, yep. man because of man's falling, Kinda sin comes to the up. world. But then we see, so we see that at the beginning. And we see man slowly, you know, mm-hmm. bending towards God. And well, we're we are being drawn up into. But we're being the purposes, drawn towards yeah. mm-hmm. Revelation. Yep. What we see in Revelation, yes. like this new heaven, new earth. Yeah. Yep. Um. So to say mm. there is some incremental change in the history, in the history of, humans. of humanity, <laughs> um, towards yeah. God. And that, so that's a drawn out man. That's a lot. That's that's <laughs> some. That is long. You come about eons <laughs> of incrementalism. I wasn't even taking it there. <laughs> I was just like, okay, every year you yeah, take yeah. a step. Yeah, so so if I come back <laughs> like down every to, hundred years, like <laughs> every thousand years, we're gonna take some steps. <laughs> oh, the forbearance of God. Uh, yeah. But uh. If I take that down to discipleship, I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, there is. And if even if I look at the consciousness of America, of, yeah. of the United States, I, should, yes. I need to say the United States, um, there's been incremental change. The consciousness has been raised. Like the moral soul of America yeah. has yeah. incrementally changed. Yo, you can't employ children at six years old to work seven days a mm. week, 12 hours a day. Yeah, Like that's universally everybody would agree is wrong yeah but that's different than it was a hundred years ago yeah yeah (laughs) definitely different so yeah you're right i mean even though there's lots of stuff that's still wrong we have bent yeah towards the revelation yeah reality yeah and so with discipleship yeah i think that's a significant piece Mm -hmm. i i mean the 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 person that i disciple uh from like their conversion to like where they are Mm -hmm. now and their early discipleship oh man it was a lot of incremental i mean they gave their life jesus said the sinner's prayer Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. like the holy spirit has stamped them talk to them about it and then one of the first questions in like my first like sit down, let's go over scripture discipleship meeting. The first question they asked was, "But doesn't all religions lead to God?" I was like, yeah. "Oh man, wait, like, what?" So first thing was like, "Okay, did are you really saved?" Mm-hmm. But then that's a that's a rational question. That's a good question. Somebody that doesn't know scripture mm-hmm. doesn't they mm-hmm. believe they had this moment with Jesus, but now they need to make mm-hmm. sense of it. It's like it's gonna be a lot of it, for that person. There was a lot of incremental change over time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if you had a talk, sat down with her and been uh, when she was five weeks into her discipleship, mm-hmm. you've been like, I don't know if she's really Christian. Yeah. But that's based on. That's a lot of folks I talk to. That's, so. <laughs> that's my problem. <laughs> but anyways, yes, that they need the incremental change. So when we talk about reconciliation. Yeah. And a lot of people are starting on ground zero. Mm-hmm. That's the frustrating part for people of color. It's like. 
yeah. even the, per, the Christian person who's coming in, person of color who's coming in and just starting to think about their recon, their reconciliation journey, mm-hmm. they st- they're probably starting off way ahead of their white counterparts. Yeah. And yeah. so to see their white counterparts starting on this place where it's like, man, you are about 10 incremental change moments away from being a place where we can like comfortably have a deep conversation. Yeah, yeah that's right. Because that person of color started off on 10. Yeah. Because yeah. of this life experience. It's tough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, and that requires some patience. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it, uh, I think one of the be- bigger thing is to, to see it, to see some. I think that's that's what helps me in our relationship. And that's what helps me with other relationships, because I can get with somebody and I'm like, oh, man, you're starting off on one on one. But I'm in a relationship with you mm-hmm. where you're f- considerably further than somebody starting at a one on one place. Yeah. And I can see it. Mm-hmm. and trust that data yeah. like <laughs> i got data from our yeah uh our uh mm-hmm. um relationship so in this new relationship i can say okay i gotta mm-hmm. wait some time yeah but as long as i see these it these is touch possible. points these touch points yeah these i got places a lot of where data you, points from knucklehead white people no nope, there you but go then i believe yeah <laughs> i believe yeah. it's possible yeah to actually have and i can actually re- interact with you somebody that's yeah. somebody that's at a one-on-one stage i can interact with you in a place that's safer for me yeah because i know where you're at i know what what's needed as i interact with you because of these the data that i have from our relationship yeah yeah, yeah. Um, that's and right. i can be that's patient right. with you because i'm right. like there's some yeah. moments that you need that's going to bring you closer now this is interesting i'm not sure if i've ever asked you this so like in our journey i think let's bring this up like because we're in relationship i know there's certain realities that uh you just you know because of life experience yep. like you don't need to be in a relationship with a white person to understand certain aspects of the world yep but has it has it helped being in this relationship um to to maybe understand what's going through their mind or their heart or their their steps of the journey yeah does that make sense oh yeah yeah oh yeah it has uh there's I can only imagine it being very confusing at points being like, I do not understand why this white dude thinks, reacts, mm-hmm. believes this. Like, like I could maybe conceptually understand it, but like there maybe, maybe a, a, the relational connection that we have yeah, yeah. helps bring like a three dimension to, to that. So I'm this, this is going to sound really off to you at first, okay? but it should make sense at the end. Okay. So a Trump supporter. Yes. Because I've been in relationship with you, mm-hmm. you're not a Trump supporter, no. just to be clear. But because yeah. I'm in relationship with you, I can understand why that person might start there or be there. Or be there, yeah. So yeah. I can understand it. Not that I'm comfortable with it or that I feel like I can be in Yeah, my, you don't have to agree with it. But I understand it mm. because, so you're a boy from Dover. Yeah. And I think about, okay, the friends you hung out with, the yep. things that y'all talked about. The things that your parents probably mm-hmm. made, said was mm-hmm. like uh, valuable. There's mm-hmm. a way in which that's in you. Yeah. Um, and in Europe, as a boy, you can't you can't control who you grow up with. No, that's. But a yeah. lot of stuff gets internalized. Yeah. And I've talked with you, and I and so I I picked on picked up on things that you've had to like uh, rethink mm-hmm. and ways you you had to be transformed. Yeah. And so I can get with this person and realize. Man, there's a whole family history behind why you think like you do. Yeah. Um, and there's 
peer grouping. And there's probably know. like things you picked up as a boy, mm-hmm. ways in which it's been reinforced, mm-hmm. ways in which you have not had other voices, yep. like a diversity of voices in your mm-hmm. life. And this is now you just getting those voices in your life. I, I know where we're at. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I can be patient with mm-hmm. him and look for moments of change and understand that I can say a lot to him, mm-hmm. but it's going to have to be the guidance of the spirit, some significant moment where you, where the Lord actually leads you towards um, empathizing and understanding yeah. um, folk who look different from you mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, before you get some things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Anyway, that's that, that, that's a way in which mm-hmm. I can, like, see it. So, yeah, being in a relationship with you has helped. There's just ways in which I see things differently, and I can uh, work with other folk. Um, and then I, I've seen you t- struggle or lead other white folk in different conversations mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. where they were at a certain place, and you've kind of you've had to help them. And I've been maybe at the table with you. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and... And I picked up on, like, what are the realities they're dealing with, some of the issues that they're dealing with um, that has them in this place, uh, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. what do they need to kind of come out of it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah That's man. interesting. I'm wondering about the relationship between the revolutionary and the incrementalist. Sometimes, um, as I'm walking people through a journey, um, and again, this is some of my, my kryptonite, you know, I do feel like it's not enough, you yeah. know, so... If there's no justice, there's no peace type of thing. And it's like, well, that's true, you know, but I also got to walk through this with this person Mm. to get to get to justice, you know, and it's not a zero to 100 moment for most folks that, you know, like, um, you know, even Zacchaeus, it's like that's like one story. You know, there's a couple of them, but for the most part, it seems, you know, we're going to have to take a step. Mm-hmm. You know, so then sometimes it's like I feel resistance or I feel like I've disappointed people who feel like there's compromise there or yeah. like you're not pushing hard enough or, you know, you're actually participating in the continued exploitation yeah. of this, whatever people group it is. Yeah. And, and again, not just talking about kind of a, a racialized dynamic, but like, you know, male, female like all these terms of justice, you know, places of justice that God is bending us towards, you know, yep. his shalom, um, his vision for humanity, um, you know, and yet at the same time, I could see folks that go, okay, we need to take a step at this time. And like these revolutionaries are too much. Mm. Like they need to, they need to settle down, you know, they're causing problems or whatever. It's like, or it's unrealistic. And I just go, man, these folks need to be inspired by the revolutionaries. They need to be propelled by them. Like, they need yeah. to listen to them and say, yes. But I would also say that revolutionary brothers and sisters, because I'm definitely much more of an incrementalist personality, but, like, uh, like walk with us, you know, propel us, challenge us, but also walk with us because th- we are actually trying to make disciples. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like, in a in a journey-type way. Yep. Um, that's... It's um, going to work for most folks, you know, like this is this is how people learn over time. You don't learn calculus from day one. You know, mm-hmm. you learn two apples plus two apples. Yeah. You know, um, that's that's like a first step. There are two Americas, mm-hmm. you know, 
men and women are treated differently in the world. Like that's like one oh that's Apple stuff. Yeah. You know? So um I just think that's something that uh but it, that, that just has me. So I'm interested, like, what your view, like, the interaction between. It does seem like there's two different camps of how we should pursue justice and the way we call for it. Some folks say, "Let's take a step." Yeah. Other folks say, "Let's let's jump in all the way." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then sometimes, at least nowadays, it seems like they don't get along or they don't respect each other. But that's my view of like how maybe they could interact or respect each yeah, other. Yeah, I. I I think part of it is understanding that when we think about justice, everybody's going to want some type of control. So even the the revolutionary, they want to see things happen in a certain way, mm, more, that's usually, true. maybe usually quick. Yeah. Um, and then there's folk who want to slow it down. Yeah. But it, we know from history, we know from what we see in scripture that there's times where, no, there's going to need to be like a revolutionary moment. Then mm-hmm. there's times where mm-hmm. it's like we need to like, go slow my thing is the control is in the lord's hand Mm -hmm. so and whatever you do like that has to be the thing you come back to like what is the lord doing in this Mm -hmm. person Mm -hmm. what's the lord doing in this moment that so when it comes to discipleship revolutionary might always want to see okay we teach you this new thing now you need to radically know what to do and do it right yeah um when in fact it might take them some time if that's mm-hmm. what the Lord's doing, mm-hmm. and if that's if that's just the reality of it, to be okay and to trust. Part of a lot of it is trust in what the Lord is doing. That oh. He is bending now you bring things. Up Jesus, is man. He bending things? If He's mm-hmm. bending things, no matter mm-hmm. how slow or fast somebody goes, the Lord's in control. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's also humility in that too. To say, yeah. like I'm not in control of that. I'm not in control. Like we want to evaluate the way justice comes. In my view may not be actually how Jesus wants to bring justice about, you mm-hmm. know? Um, so that that at least allows us to say, I'm not going to abdicate responsibility. I'm going to speak for it. I'm yeah. going to preach for it. But I'm also going to take my hands off, yeah. you know, um, and, and hold it more loosely when, mm-hmm. yeah, when calling for it. That's interesting, yeah. Yeah, I, I, the thing that humbles me a lot is to see Jesus mm-hmm. and to see him lead his disciples teach them three plus years mm-hmm. uh, of like he teaching them and then he died. Yeah. And they still weren't. They didn't quite get it. They didn't quite get it. Mm-hmm. Jerusalem is still, there's still this political, social um, oppression that's happening around them. Mm-hmm. They were occupied people. And then he rises and that what it takes for them to like realize and, and you know him showing up in bodily form mm-hmm. to them. That's what mm-hmm. it takes for them to like get it and then kind of go. Even in He's like going, Thomas, touch my spleen. Yeah. yeah there you go. <laughs> now, I don't know about spleen, but he kinda, told Thomas That's my interpretation. Th- there you go. <laughs> the the store, yeah. the 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 spear in his side. This yeah. is what he's referring to. Yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> Touch my spleen. Can you tickle my spleen? Oh gosh! You know, uh, then you'll believe. But he, they, they. It takes them a while, even in the going. As we see in Acts, they don't mm-hmm. go perfectly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and they still expect him to come back and be the revolutionary messiah yeah. that kills the Romans. Yeah. In Acts one. Yeah. I think that's still amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you're the resurrection. You can't. You literally can't die. Oh, we about to. We about to whoop up on some <laughs> Romans. You know, like that's that's what they're asking for. Yeah. The kingdom of God now. But it's different. And he's, he's, like, no. he's like, no, actually, what we're doing, I think, I, I fully believe this is what Jesus 
held mm-hmm. in his mind. No, what you're doing is actually going to save the world. Yeah. You just think about saving Israel. Yeah. It's going to save the world. Yeah. And I, it humbles me because I'm like, man, I want to see justice happen for my people and for all people who are uh, exploited. exploited. Yeah. Um, especially the ones around me. Mm-hmm. What if he's using my life, the life of folk around me, the churches in the U.S. and around the world, what if he's actually continuing to use us to save the world? Yeah. That still includes justice. Yeah. That still includes uh, uh, making things right, um, making things uh, appropriately equal mm-hmm. for all people. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's also this bigger thing of God saving the world and using our life and that should warrant our complete submission no matter where mm. we f- whether we feel like there's just man incremental is too slow or revolutionary is too fast or vice versa is it should warrant our humility yeah to submit say god bring um, what you yeah bring what you want yeah yeah let whatever you want yes yes that's a good word man amen god bless you guys 